Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. From Relay FM, this is Connected episode 414. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace, Hover, and Bombas. And this is a very special episode because we're recording this on Apple Event Day right after a keynote, and we're going to judge some rookies here. I'm one of your co hosts from Italy, where it's uh, 40 minutes past midnight. Woo! I'm Federico, and I'm joined by Mr. Stephen Hackett. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Federico. I've looked forward to this all day. You know, during keynote days, we're all really busy, right? Like we have show, we all have shows to do. You have Mac stories to run. I'm trying to do some blogging. Uh, we don't talk to each other very much during the event or after the event because we're off working on our own things. And so mm-hmm. none of the three of us know what we think about these things. So I've been looking forward to this all afternoon. Yeah, I, I think typically I haven't introduced you yet. Da, 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 Wait, who da, da, are you? Da, who are you? You took so long. You basically got into topic four by the time you were you done with your intro. What do you want from me? You wait in the queue, and then you get introduced, uh, and then you can speak. We are also joined by Mike Hurley. I don't even want a beer anymore. Hey, Mike. Fun of me for getting excited. <laughs> you know, I, I'm tired. What I was going to say... Is I think typically, you know, during the like all friends, like we chat, right? We chat all the time. During the events, there is like a scale of who is the most talkative between mm-hmm. our usual group chat, which is us three and the OTJ, where I feel like you and John are the most chatty. And then I say the occasional thing, and we get like one text message from Federico for the entire hour and a half. Yeah. He's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he just usually just says iPhone, and that's it. And then. He's done. Uh, so, yeah, yeah it's right. I know a little bit about what Stephen thinks. I know nothing about what Federico thinks. Okay, okay, great. Yeah, and the September event is really uh, the bad one for me in that regard because that's when I'm panicking slash confirming that I'm good to go with iOS and making some small adjustments to the review, which we can talk about later. But, yeah, the the, the September one... It's bad for me. And I guess the October one is also going to be bad because yeah. now they split the releases. So, yeah, um, I'm going to be more chatty in the spring event, I guess. We'll look forward to the spring event then. Mm-hmm. Me too. So let's talk about that. What is your plan for your iOS 16 review? Yeah. So a- as I officially announced today, look at me. It's pinned to my Twitter profile. Ooh. Even. Uh, iOS that, 16. That must mean stories. it's real, you know. It's, it's, not, it's, it's serious when that happens. Yeah, there's no bots on Twitter. There's no, no, I'm not one of them. I can tell you I'm not a bot. Uh, this podcast is not being recorded by an AI. The iOS 16 review will come out on Monday. So day one of iOS 16 launch day. It's, well, as I say this, it's ready. It's good to go. I'm still doing the, you know, the final tweaks, the final edits. Uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be ready by Monday. Uh, there will be a bunch of perks for uh App Stories listeners for club members, especially. It's going to be an ebook version. It's going to be some shortcuts. It's going to have a different style than usual, both um, spiritually, uh, fr- from us spiritually, stylistically, uh, both in, in the text and visually speaking. Uh, some changes this year all, all around the review. And I mean, there's only one person so far who's read the entire thing. Obviously, it's the one true John. One true proofreader. One true reader. I'm really happy with it. 
I was very concerned today that I was going to have to make big changes to accommodate for some of the features of the 14 Pro. Uh, they turned out to be smaller changes to some things that I've, that I've written. It's got this central theme that I talk about in the intro and in the conclusion. I think people are going to like it. And I can tell you, it's for the first time in forever, I'm pretty sure it's below 30,000 words. 20, 28, 29? Yes. But yeah. I'm going to read it all. <laughs> it's finally something you can read. I don't have to skip. There's always like one chapter I usually skip. I don't remember no, which chapter I, it is I now. Promise, I promise you, there's no boring chapter. There's no chapter that is too technical for you. <laughs> there's, everything is, is up to Mike's standards of enjoyment and engagement. Yes. I have two questions about the image that you tweeted. Mm-hmm. One, why is the review on your personal calendar at 4.23 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it be on a work so, calendar at a regular time? First of all, I don't have a work calendar. My personal calendar is my... I have a family calendar, okay. and I have a podcast's calendar. Everything else that is not like things with Sylvia or things for the podcasts, everything is blended together. Like in this calendar, I put both like... This kind of stuff, but also like buy tickets for concert. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a, everything is mixed in together. Okay. For the time, I wanna. First of all, you should know that twenty three is my lucky I do, number. I uh, do. I know that. Yes. Because you're my, is that, you're Michael Jordan. For a bunch of reasons, one of them being that I'm Michael Jordan. Sure. There's many reasons, uh, but it's actually a thing that I've been doing for quite some time. If you look at last year's teaser, you will see that I used the exact same time for 23 p.m. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, and this year, of course, I've done the 4.23 again, because usually that's about the time when I like to publish the reviews, like my afternoon to give people a few hours to read it. Uh, but I figured... For to make 30, sure that the CDNs have propagated. Exactly. You know? 4.30 is boring. 4.23 has my lucky number in it. Um, also, 23, excellent song by Jimmy Eat World. Um, you know? It's so true. It's a, it's a recurring number in my life. So. Okay. Uh, second thing is, I, it's not really a question as so much I want to repeat the joke I did over iMessage, but you're you're playing The Foundations of K, of Decay by My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. Great choice. Yeah. Yes, thank you. But I think you should have saved that for the stage manager part of your iPad review. <laughs> well, you think that, you th- should that be the vibe of the iPad OS review? I mean, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Everything is in shambles, like post, post-apocalyptic. I don't know, boys, if you spend any time on Apple Twitter, right? there's enough time for them to fix it. That's yeah. what I keep seeing everyone say. They're going <laughs> to fix it. So I wouldn't, oh, really? you know, I wouldn't count it out just yet. Everyone's like, it's going to be fixed. That's why they delayed it. It's going to be uh-huh. fixed. So, you know, it's it could be fixed. You know, you know, I, you know, I haven't written anything about iPadOS, like zero words so far. I have, at this moment, as as I'm finishing the iOS 16 review and, very likely, I will have to get to work on Tuesday immediately. I have no idea what I'm going to do. For the first time in, in a while, I have no idea like what I'm going to do about the, the, the biggest feature of iPadOS, the new multitasking. I have zero clue as to what I'm going to do. 
So mm. it's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, because like usually I, I live with the thing, you know, um, mm -hmm. like with the changes to iPadOS. I use them. I live with them. And, and I can form an opinion. But the problem is the thing is so broken that it's impossible for me to live with it. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do there. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I do like the idea of that kind of vibe for yeah. iPadOS that's even suggested. So more, maybe more My Chemical Romance, more, more emo vibe, very dark style. Hmm. I need to think about that. Did you see that iOS 15.7 Beta 1 became available today? I saw that. I'm not <laughs> sure what's new in it. Uh, Why are they what is going on? Uh, maybe it's like AirPods or like maybe, the new maybe. watches or like something. But that was just very funny to me. It's like, oh, still going, huh? Okay. Yeah, it's still on feed. I mean, maybe setting up an Apple Watch if you don't want to get 16. Like say if you have an... Well, Dustin, no, watch OS 9, okay. So maybe you have an iPhone 7, you can put 15.7 on it and set up an Apple Watch, I don't know. I wrote a haiku for you to review Stage Manager. Oh, that's why he's been so quiet over there. Okay, give me that, give me that. All right. Oh, Stage Manager are so broken inside. Oh, no, I messed this up. <laughs> Wait, was that the end? Oh no, I messed this. No, that was six syllables. You messed up that last line. No, yeah, I have six syllables. My last line is a fix is in the cards, but that's six syllables. Well, just uh, say like a fix is a fix is in cards. There you go. Fixes. You're like the worst poet ever. That's why. Isn't, so what, aren't haikus you, like your whole thing? Five seven you know, five. Like, yeah, but you know, it's late. Six p.m. It's not that late. Don't even. Let's move on. Hmm. Big news. This is September. September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And for the fourth year running, those of us at Relay FM and you, our audience, are working together to raise money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. I want to tell you a little bit about St. Jude. It was started 60 years ago. That's even older than me, if you can believe it, by a couple of years. In those 60 years, they have grown in size and capability because they believe that children all over the world deserve the same chance at survival. And that's six, I mean, think back 60 years, the world was a different place, right? Cancer was uh, really, really bad 60 years ago. But because of St. Jude's work, they have brought the survival rate for childhood cancer from 20% up to 80%. However, cancer still kills more children under the age of 14 than any other disease. That's really scary. But progress is being made. It's carried out by researchers, researchers who are among the world's most highly cited scientists. That research is then shared with the world to help doctors and patients elsewhere. In fact, St. Jude is... Uh, as of March 2018, the first and only World Health Organization collaborating center for childhood cancer. They have this big goal to raise the survival rate of six common childhood cancers to 60% worldwide by 2030. So how do we get there? We get there through all of us coming together and supporting this work. So you want to go to stjude.org slash relay there. You can donate. Donors who make an individual gift of $60 or more 
We'll get a digital bundle that includes some wallpapers and this wild macOS screensaver made by our friend James Thompson. And if you make an individual gift of $100 or more, you also get a set of stickers on top of that digital bundle. But if you want to fundraise yourself, if you want to go out and raise money in your network, in your circles, and we have over 100 people already doing this, which is really awesome, you get uh, some really cool merchandise for the amount of money you raise. If you raise $250 or more, you will receive what my show notes call a unique desk mat. This thing has the cartoon faces of Mike and I all over it, kind of uh, reinventing the look of his desk. But unlike his desk, you can undo it easily. You can just take the desk mat away when you're tired of looking at us. But the thing is amazing. I've got one here. But if you raise just $1 or more, you'll receive an exclusive St. Jude limited edition of the Relay FM Challenge coin. Guess what I'm holding? Someone guess. Do you have it? I got it an hour ago. Oh, it's nice to know. Okay. Is it good? Do you like it? It's really good. So on one side, it has relay artwork. The other side, it has St. Jude artwork. And uh, if you fundraise and raise a dollar or more, you will get one of these coins. All this stuff goes out after the end of the campaign. But super excited to get it in your hands. You may be wondering, Stephen. Stephen. I got an Apple Watch to buy. I got iPhones to buy. I don't live in Memphis. I don't even live in the United States. Why would I care about this? Well, go back to what I said a second ago. St. Jude's work impacts the lives of kids with cancer and their families from all around the world. They treat patients from all over the world. They come here for the best treatment on earth. And if they can't make it here or they have local resources, uh, St. Jude is helping there as well. It's really, really cool. St. Jude helped to bring kids uh, suffering from cancer from Ukraine over to Memphis to help them continue their treatment. Isn't that amazing? When the war broke out. Absolutely amazing. And I've gotten to meet a bunch of these families over the years, and they're all amazing people. The kids are all really special. I want to tell you a story um, real quick. My oldest son was diagnosed with a brain tumor when he was six months old, and we spent about two years in treatment with chemotherapy and surgeries and all sorts of stuff, right? And there was one night, it was pretty late, and I was pretty down, right? Like, it's just, it's just you know, you're tired, it's hard to deal with. And... In the room across from us, I noticed the uh, like the window, like the curtains over the sliding door, kind of moving back and forth. And this little like two year old boy like popped out from behind the curtains and like popped back. And he wanted to play peekaboo with me, kind of across the hallway. And so we kind of played in the curtains for a little bit. And they are still friends of ours to this day. Uh, they don't live in Memphis. They came here for their son's treatment, and their son and my son are both doing really well because of St. Jude. Uh, the work is amazing. So once again, you want to go to stjude.org slash relay to donate and find out more about fundraising. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, sell anything, products, services, even content. Squarespace has you covered with all of it. You can sell your products in that online store. They have all the tools you need to get started. Then they have email campaigns, so you can get the word out about your store. Uh, visitors can sign up as email subscribers, and you start with this beautiful email template. You customize it, and the built-in analytics measure each and every send that you do. Uh, and those analytics also apply to the website, so it's really easy to see where people are coming from, what they're looking at. You can... Uh, really dig into the SEO side of things really easily with all the built-in stuff into Squarespace. I love building sites on Squarespace. It's always my go-to because it's it's really easy to make something look really good. And if your functionality or needs change over time, 
you can add things to your site really easily. Head on over to squarespace.com connected for a free trial. There's no credit card required. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code connected. That's going to get you 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com connected and the offer code connected to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Connected and Relay FM. It's time to raid the rules. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, it's like Frankie Shrey's still awake there, buddy. You know, just suckering you in with a whispering. The Rickies is a game connected host. That's us. Play before Apple keynotes and the beginning of a new year, trying to predict future events. It's made up of three rounds. Each host mm, each host makes two regular picks followed by a risky pick. There are two types of rookies, annual rookies and keynote rookies. The winner of the annual rookies is named the annual chairman and retains the rights of that Twitter account for a full year. Uh, this time we're playing the keynote rookies. The winner is named the keynote chairman and retains the rights of the corresponding Twitter account until the next keynote is held. After the rookies, the hosts then play a game called the Flexies. These two games are separate but related. Every time freaks me out because I think you forget to tell me to stand. Yeah, the preamble, you know? Mm-hmm. I have a question. Uh huh. Do the rules that you're about to read include the revision? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. I wanted to just double check that we were included in the revision mm-hmm. today. Yes. Yeah, we made a change last week. This is a living document, just like Federico's iPad OS review. Yes. <laughs> well, this is a living document that's currently had a lot of work put into it. Yeah. <laughs> Federico's iPad review is a living document and that you, has had you know zero the, work. You know, the, you know the difference? You know the, what the difference is? We're actually fixing the rules. Um, the same thing. <laughs> They're on the active development. Yeah, look, another four weeks and we can get them right. People keep saying that. Yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> Please stand for the reading of the rules. Correct regular picks are awarded one point. The language used for regular picks must be finalized and agreed upon during recording and no partial points may be awarded. Correct risky picks are worth two points, but wrong ones will cause a point to be deducted from that host total. Picks must have been approved as risky by the two other hosts before the start of the game. A pick cannot be named risky if it has been previously rumored by publications of record, 9to5Mac or Mac Rumors. Picks made for keynote rookies cannot be reused by the host who made them for the next keynote. The annual rookies have their own subset of rules. Once a host chooses something as an annual pick, they cannot reuse it in that calendar year. Additionally, picks may not be used in back-to-back annual rookies by the same host. All hosts, however, are allowed to reuse picks previously made by others. Scoring is completed during recording and cannot be modified once an episode is complete. In the event of a tie, Dice by PCALC must be used in Relay FM mode to pick a winner. Jason Snell has a lifetime ban on flipping any coins in relation to the Rickies. Coin flips by Jason on other podcasts are allowed but are frowned upon and subject to public shaming. The any is good because it's like we wouldn't even trust him to use the app, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real or virtual coins banned. For keynote rookies, the scoring window starts when the event begins and closes when the picks are scored. Any information used in scoring must be publicly verifiable at the time of recording. The order of picks is set by previous performance. The winner of the previous associated game goes first, the previous loser goes last. Winners will be recognized during the closing ceremonies. 
As a reminder, I am the current annual chairman and Federico Vitici of Italy is the current keynote chairman. Past results can be seen at rookies.co and rookies.net. Exact links are in the show notes. These sites also have pages about managing your own scorekeeping at home. You may be seated. So I listened back to last week's episode today, mm-hmm. and I had forgotten about the music you play. It's good, right? When you when you do that. Yep, I forgot about it. It's fun. It's fun to put that together. All right, Federico, you are defending your title, so you're up first. Okay. So round one of the regular picks, I said at least one of the next pro iPhones will have an always-on display. Were you both as surprised as I as to how little a deal was made of this yeah. during the <laughs> keynote? It was like yes, 45 I, seconds. They were kind yeah, of like, I, finally, we did it. Jeez, all right. Yeah, leave us alone. <laughs> I actually just mentioned this a few minutes ago. I did a, I did a town hall thing for the club Discord members. Like, we, wa- we all went into this event thinking, no, the always-on display is going to be the big deal uh, for the iPhone 14 Pro. It's going to be like all the signs from WWDC are pointing in this direction. This is the, software, the hardware feature they've been keeping a secret in software. Yeah. <laughs> the answer was, yeah, I mean, there you go, one minute. Now we have an always-on display because turns out the big software change was something else that did not leak in, in its actual form and behavior. So, yeah, I was very surprised by this. I was also surprised at how little this, like, how little it actually dims. Like, if you look at the GIF on Apple's page, right. it's... It's much closer to the Apple Watch than I thought it would have been. It's basic, you know, I kind of thought, well, maybe the wallpaper will go away or go really far in the background. At least in their product imagery, it's not a huge, huge difference. Not what I was expecting. It kind of looks like what it, the sleep focus does. It does, yeah. But it doesn't even... So I'm really intrigued. I'm really intrigued. But it doesn't it. seem to blur the wallpaper this, the way the sleep focus does. Uh, they, they made a, a, a comment in the keynote about... If you have a, a picture of a human, like most of us do on a lock screen, like it does what it can when it brings the brightness down to like preserve skin tones and stuff. Wait, you think most of us have a picture of a human on the lock screen? I do, and Mike does. So that's most of I us. I would say most people do. I would say most people do. Interesting. Interesting. I know you have a picture of a Nintendo 3DS, but most people put their loved ones on their lock screen. I have a picture of my wife. As Me my, too. My wife. <laughs> I, I mean, I have a picture of my wife, not your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture of Federica <laughs> on my lock screen. Um, I have John. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I understand you don't, Federico. I think most people do. I think most people have a human being of some description as their as their lock screen. But but I would bet pets are number two. Like people, yeah. dogs, and then whatever else. Yeah, specifically dogs, then fish, then cats. And yeah, then I had a bird for a while. Was that your bird, Stephen? No. So uh, in 2019, I spent. Are you a, a into week... bird watching? No. Let me tell the story. You're also no, but spicy. It's, fu- it's more fun to guess. Yeah, I, I, I know, right? Yeah. In 2019, I spent a week in Maine with my family at this camp. It's really awesome. And one uh, afternoon, I took a kayak out on this huge lake, and there were some rocks coming out of the lake, and there was a bird on top of the rock. And it's like, maybe y'all have had these moments, like I have them in nature sometimes, like just like a very like peaceful feeling and like, you know, the rest of the world kind of disappears. And I kind of had this moment with this bird on this rock. And so for a while it was my lock screen, but now it's back to Mm. my wife, Mary, not 
Adina, my wife. Your wife, Adina? <laughs> you said Adina, comma, my wife, right? Yes. That's what you said, right? You made it worse, I think. <laughs> yes. Look, it's 6 p.m. I'm doing my best, okay? When you get old, you go to bed early. <laughs> Mike, you're up. Uh, oh, uh, so everyone knows my pick, right? Listen to my pick. These are my words. No, they're not your words. These are my words. It's written down. It's my pick. At least one iPhone will have the notch removed, replaced by a cutout <laughs> for the camera and sensors, free-floating from the border, a.k.a. an island of black glass in an ocean of pixels. It's written here. I must have Steven, said that. Steven, roll back the tape. Who said it last I week? I said it. I just said it. An no, island Steven of black is the poet. glass. No, Steven this was is the poet. one of You're my absolute favorite moments in keynote history. When they said Dynamic Island, I could not believe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay at least one iphone will have the notch removed replaced by a hole punch style camera and sensors okay okay so so we need to define here just i know what you mean like you mean yep. what What are they calling it the pill are, are they calling it like okay the, so there's two this is the so this is what i actually wanted to talk to you guys about this yeah, about okay. like the wording here or maybe we just come to an agreement we know what i mean now, there is a selection of styles Apple could take here. They mm -hmm. could, some people have said that there will be a hole punch for a camera, so like a circular cutout for a camera yes. and screen, and then a more like oval one that has the sensor array. There have been some people that have suggested that it will be a larger oval and it will have both the camera and the sensor array in it. Basically, what I'm saying is there is a cutout in the screen where the camera and the sensors are. Okay, so... The, I guess a good way to understand, like regardless of the design, is there a portion of the display above the cutout? Because yes. right now there isn't, because the notch yeah. comes down from the very top. Right. This is going to be like an island of yes, yes. black glass in an ocean of pixels, right? Right now, the notch is really an extension of the screen border. Wow, you're so, po you're so poetic, Stephen. <laughs> that's, that's such a beautiful wording for the iPhone 14 Pro. Okay. Yeah. So, so in my mind, this is it is free-floating from the, the, the screen border around, around the outside edge. Yeah. Hold on. I'm now changing my pick. I, I have no idea how this happened. Stephen is a prophet. <laughs> it turns out, yes. uh, yeah, it's it's wild to me. What are the chances? My Twitter mentions, as as y'all did, I'm sure, just went wild with this. No, it's just I, I didn't. I think everyone was just tweeting at you. Maybe the name the name is really interesting. But what I did not see coming, and what again, just it's the day of the keynote, so we haven't seen it. But what what caught me off guard is how much cool stuff they're doing with it. Like you can tap it and it will like, mm -hmm. like you're now playing is hidden in there. And then if you're running a timer, you get the little timer icon up there. It's really cool the way they're using this space mm -hmm. to like show the face ID animation. I just didn't expect it to be as interactive or as animated as it is. And I think that's actually really cool. This has to be one of my favorite things that Apple has done in a while in terms of software. And even what I just said is inaccurate because it's not just software, which I think it's the most fascinating thing about this. Dynamic Island, jokes on the name aside, it's not software, it's not hardware, it's, it's, a, it's a blend of the two, which I find really fascinating. 
what I find most interesting about it is that it's one of those features, it's one of those innovations uh, that in hindsight, it looks so obvious and it looks so natural, but none of us were able to imagine it, right? If it's, if it's so obvious, then why none of us picked it last week as a risky pick? And that is a sign of a great innovation, something that you cannot imagine, but that a bunch of people have been studying and designing and refining for years. And when you see it in its final shape, it looks obvious. Mm -hmm. In hindsight, what's fascinating here is picking up the, the signs that Apple has left over the years that have led to the dynamic island now. It's very likely, and I'm, that's why I'm also happy that I do my annual iOS reviews, because you can go back and start checking all these little elements that Apple has been placing here and there in iOS for the past few years to build toward this kind of feature. Um, it started off with these pill-shaped notifications, right? Um, that pop up from the top of the screen, or pop down, I guess, from the top of the screen. Um, they first did those with the Apple Pencil connection on an iPad. Later, they did them with AirPods, oh, Bluetooth yeah. connections. Super smart. Uh, clipboard integration. Um, all those notifications. Uh, split view uh, on the iPad as well. Co Copy-paste. Copy-paste, yeah. yeah. They, so they started doing those pill-shaped alerts years ago. A couple of years ago, they did this entire initiative in iOS 14, I want to say, called Compact UI. That was all about telling developers, hey, why don't you rethink some of your key interactions to be smaller, to be more compact, to use uh, iconography and symbols in a clever way, um, to, to have these multiple levels of nested menus, like make everything smaller, try to save users a few taps here and there. And then, and this is why I think this is so fascinating, live activities. One of the two main features I would say in iOS 16 at WWDC, there, was, uh, there were widgets and live activities. And we all thought, oh, obviously widgets are pointing to the always on lock, always on display. That's going to be, you know, the, the, the software feature that we see now that is hinting at the next iPhone. This always happens. We all focused on that. But in reality, maybe I think live activities were a bigger deal because the, the concept was now you have a way to keep an eye on real-time updates from your favorite apps and it's built on top of WidgetKit and it's, it's all done with SwiftUI. Now you can keep an eye on, you know, news, uh, sports, Ubers, uh, you know, food delivery apps, all that kind of stuff. And are we, uh, I, I think it's been positively received as a feature. We all thought that's cool. Uh, you know, sure, if you're using your iPhone, you got to go back to the lock screen if you want to keep an eye on these real-time updates, but that's still fine. The thing is, these live activities will also work in the dynamic island and they will be part of the activity kit framework, which developers can build li live activities for. And that is, that's where the genius part of this integration lies. Live activities were not just part of 
the lock screen as you know this bigger idea of customization and having more glanceable data that's one side of the story the other side of the story is on iphone 14 pro those real-time updates are actually real time and you can see them always um, in the dynamic island and compact ui comes into play here because those live activities by default, they're like minimized. Now, I'm not sure what the exact wording is. I haven't checked out the human interface guidelines yet, but they will be minimized in the dynamic island. When you tap or tap and hold, I believe, on the island, they will expand to show you the same design that you can see on the lock screen. So like, I find all of this so fascinating because at a macro level, they've been building toward this exact feature for the past few years. You don't get to this point without doing all the work that's been done before. With Compact UI, with Swift UI and Widget Kit, uh, with SF symbols, arguably, because you're going to have to show some glyphs in there. And obviously with, the, uh, with those kind of notifications that we've been seen for the past uh, several years. But also it shows how at WWDC just a few months ago, they had this feature, they showed it to us as part of the lock screen, but as it turns out, it's part of the entire iPhone experience. Whatever you're doing on a 14 Pro, because the dynamic island is always there, and it's something that no other, I'm pretty sure I can say this, that no other smart or smartphone manufacturer has done it like Apple in this case, with all the integrations that they have. I don't think they can. I don't think anyone else can do it because, like, if you're looking at Android, just the way that things are split up, like if Samsung came up with this, it would be incredibly difficult for them to get third parties mm -hmm. to develop specifically exactly. for this, right? Like, I just, it, you know, and Google could come up with it for Android, but then they've got to get all the, everybody to put it in, right? Like, it's it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, I'm fascinated by this. I do have a question for you. I don't know if you know the answer to this. You, you mentioned live activities and activity kit. Does activity kit do anything other than live activities? Not right now. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. like, live activities are a part of activity kit, but activity kit is what developers will call it, and live activities is what consumers will call it probably Act yeah activity kit is the name of the framework it's like right. widget kit is the name of the framework widgets is the public name activity live activities are the public name and also uh, pay attention to something here um apple will have an advantage with their own live activities um such as the now playing controls or the timer for example because those are using private apis that make the activity interactive developers cannot do that developers cannot build live live activities like the music one or the timer one where you have buttons that you can press i actually feel like for the um dynamic island i don't care about the active like about the interactivity i agree before I agree. a typical live activity i would like more of it but i could but i'm also okay without it too but you know what i mean but like yeah. for, for for the dynamic island my expectation is most of the time if you tap one of those what you would like it to do is open the app right i'm expecting but yeah i'm i'm incredibly excited for this feature it looks really cool yeah, it's cool that it brings a whole new interaction type to iOS out of what should could have just been, oh, it's a slight industrial redesign. We got rid of the notch. Now we have this thing, right? Like, I didn't expect them to bring functionality with the design. I mean, I mean, there were stories last week about what's that area around the, you know, what we now know is the dynamic island. 
what you know how are they gonna fit things around there right because the inset and the safe areas are all going to change but this is this is really cool i was uh, really excited to see it and i'm i'm uh, looking forward to getting my hands onto it all right we're ready to move on from this one uh mm-hmm. yeah that sounds that sounds good Okay. My pick was Apple shows off at least one iOS 16 feature that we haven't seen before. I mean, take your pick. Multiple ones. I felt like there was a bunch of them. We have the emergency SOS via satellite. We have the, all the, the Island stuff that we just talked about. We have stuff in the health. uh, It's using the Apple watch too. So this is kind of watch OS kind of iOS, but the, uh, the using the temperature sensors for uh, cycle and ovulation tracking, which is really really cool. A lot of stuff, a lot of hardware stuff. Crash detection is an iOS crash detection. Too. That low key is like maybe the most important thing they announced today. I, I really think it is, and it's cool that it's on the iPhone as well. But you know, a lot of m- more modern cars, like my wife's car, has this right. My wife's car, if she's in an accident. It will call like Toyota or whatever company they use and like report an accident in her location and stuff, right? But my truck's older. It doesn't have any of that, right? A lot of people's cars don't have that or they don't want to pay for it. And we don't, yeah. uh, you know, Apple's just got it built into the new watches and new phones. I think it's the crash detection is is really cool. I was really excited to see that. Yeah, there'll be, uh, there'll be stories. There'll be lots of stories. Right. Can we can we talk about this for a second? Tangent t- tangent time. They announced, you know, Jeff Williams is out there he's talking about the Apple Watch, but they they always play this video about how the Apple Watch saved people's lives. <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> and a couple years ago, it was our friend Kyle riding a bike and getting in shape, right? This year, there was someone in a plane crash, someone who got trapped in a garbage truck, which <laughs> is just the most horrifying thing I can think of. That was That's my favorite the, one. That's the one, the weirdest one. Yeah, great. there was a dude who had a bear in his cabin. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and those are real stories, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah. you, you got you to gotta assume that Apple verified the stories because they mentioned like we always receive letters but like okay so what if i write the most incredible story to apple and it's fake right mm-hmm. uh, so you you gotta assume that they actually verified the uh, truth yeah. yes, of these stories so but yeah the, the dude who fell into the trash compactor i mean that was something um that's horrifying so, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, our friend James was one of these stories too, and he had had. Wait, did he heart, fall in a trash compactor? No, he had a heart episode, so he was one. He was one of those stories too because he had some heart troubles, and the Apple Watch saved his life. He didn't fall in a trash compactor. You know, I think Apple is. I think they take some heat, at least on social media, of like, oh, buy this device or you die. I mean, that's one way to look at it. But the way I look at it is, I can have something. Like, like, for instance, she's not going to hear this, so I'll talk about her. Like, uh, my mom had a fall a few years ago, and it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And earlier this year, we gave her an Apple Watch with fall detection. I was like, mm-hmm. wear this all the time. Like, <laughs> take it off once you're in bed and put it on before you get out of bed. And it really gives me a sense of peace and, a, you know, like a, a peace of mind that if something happens, I will know about it. Right. Mm. And so th- this stuff is important. It does impact real people. Like, yes, they obviously use the flashiest ones in these videos, but I think it's cool that technology can do that for us. I told my mom yeah. I wanted to get one for her for that reason. And she did not appreciate it. Mm. So 
I'm not old. <laughs> I, I, yes, that was kind of how it went. Yeah. I think I should have maybe started with a different reason for why I wanted to get her an Apple yeah. Watch. I don't think she get her the Ultra. She that. would love it. Yeah, my mom is known for climbing mountains. She is. I saw her out there last mm-hmm. weekend. So mm-hmm. at the end of round one, we have a perfect tie. Uh, we all got our first round I mean, picks correct. I mean, no, it's you not don't like mean a anything. perfect tie. Like, it, is a per- it, it literally is a perfect tie. Yeah, no partial points. Yeah, but like, or points for stealing my nope. genius. So there are no spiritual say, points. There are no half not, points. It's not like an equal. Like it's not like mm. you know. Some picks you are know. more equal yeah. than others. Is what you're saying? That's not cool. I think so. I think so. Let's move on. Round two. Federico, kick us off. There won't be a mini iPhone in the iPhone 14 family. Yeah, so 6.1, 6.7 inches, the mini, there's no iPhone 14 mini. They're mm-hmm. keeping the iPhone 13 mini for sale. If you're one of those people, you want to buy a spare, you can. <laughs> but, uh, there's, no, there's no 14 mini. I'm sorry, we knew this was going to happen. Um you got to believe that it still stings for people who were holding out any degree yeah. of hope that Apple would change their minds on this. They didn't. Uh, there's no mini iPhone. And look, if they didn't make one, it's because they didn't sell enough of them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, take it up to Team Apple. Take it up to Team Apple. Late last week, the rumor broke of the plus name coming back in the regular 14 line. What do you all think about that? I mean, I don't think it's the right name. Really? Yeah, I mean, I said this on the show last week. I think Plus should be used for services now. But 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 you see, but you see that my thinking was correct. That they're saving Max, like, and I think Gruber wrote about this last night. But like, I think in Apple's mind, Max means you know not just big, but also bigger and and fancier. Like it's it, it's not just the the big size. It's 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 got more features. It's it's more expensive. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus is just, I guess, plus in services means something. Plus in hardware means bigger size. So Yeah, but like in the iPhone 14 Pro right now, the Max doesn't have any different features to the regular. So why is it not called the iPhone 14 Plus? No, I, I you lost me there. Like, why is it not the iPhone 14 Pro Plus? Like, it's the same as the iPhone 14 Pro. Like, there isn't any difference this time. So by that logic, it would just be the iPhone 14 Pro Plus, right? Because there's nothing different about it compared to the smaller size. Yeah, I don't think it's so much about about that, but it's furthering the distance between the regular line and the Pro line. Hmm. That From that angle, it makes sense to me. And I get what you're saying, and you're not wrong. I mean, it, it the, the internal logic of Apple's naming has never been Apple's strong suit. Yeah. But I'm glad they went with it. I think it makes it a little bit easier to talk about. Just real quick, I don't know if they're going to change this. I just thought I'd check. It was super weird. You can buy an iPhone 12 for $599 right now. Oh, wow. You can buy an iPhone 13 for $599. Now, I got to I gotta think the iPhone regular iPhone 12 is going to go away. Yeah. What's, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same price. Mm-hmm. Very strange. I find that very strange. It is very... It is very strange. So you can get both the 12 and the 13 at the same price. Same price, yep. Are, are you sure? 100% I checked it. I checked it three times. I thought, surely that's the mini. No, it's not. But why? No, that is... Maybe one of them's with like... Maybe there's like a trade-in price thing going on there, but like... Uh, 
And mm. I don't. And, and my my hope is they'll change it when the iPhone 13 goes on sale. But like, it's just strange. No, I mean you're right. You can you can buy both the 12 and the 13. Huh. Oh right? well. Okay. All right. It's weird. Hmm. Very weird. I think that there's a there's a base storage difference too, which is makes it even stranger. Oh, I don't know. It's very odd to me. But anyway, you can get 12. And what's the uh, 14 going to be? What does that start at? That doesn't start at 599. It's the same as the 13 regular, not the mini. All in the US. They raise prices in Europe. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with the 13 and the 12. Like the 13 and the 12, you can buy them both for 599 right now. And uh, I don't understand that. But then the 14 is 799, obviously. It's very peculiar. Yeah, that's strange. Very peculiar. It's it's 12 regular and 13 mini, says Zach. That's what I'm getting tripped up on. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is a pointless uh, thing to uh, <laughs> to go over. Just uh, uh, skip right over that. What were we talking about? <laughs> it's your pick. It's your turn. At least one iPhone gets an upgraded main camera. All of them did, right? Yes. The cameras got upgraded across the board. The main cameras and Apple now calls it main camera. Not wide camera. It was so confusing to say wide and ultra wide. Now it's main and ultra wide. If you ask me, it should be called main and wide. Like get rid of ultra wide. You know, people just people call it the wide camera anyway. Because now it's strange if there's no wide lens, <laughs> right? Now we got ultra wide. Where's wide? Like ultra wide compared to what? Like I don't know. Yep. Even the front facing camera is improved. Yes. So. You got all the upgraded cameras for this pick. And they've all they're all got that uh what is it called? Pho- photon engine. Action what are they mode? calling it? No, the new- Oh the pho- the photonic engine. Photonic, photonic engine. engine, yeah. Photonic engine, which I don't know uh, I don't know what it does. It like it takes I think my understanding is that it takes comp- uh deep fusion and applies deep fusion <laughs> before yeah. In the yeah. process, it's yeah. like when you're putting salt in your pasta before mm. the, the water is boiling or something. Like, it does that. That makes a big difference, though. So, if it's the same Seems thing, like then, it. like, right? It's always good to put the, the, the salt in early because then you benefit yeah. from that for the yeah. cooking. So See, I think they should call it now shallow fusion because it happens sooner. It's, like, closer to the surface. Right. You should be in charge of Apple marketing, Stephen. Is it actually deeper because it's happening sooner in, Right. Is it deeper fusion now? A deep and open fusion. My hope, though, is that this will actually improve the issues that I have with deep fusion, which is that I think it makes images look dark. Or it's going to make them worse. (laughs) (laughs) It can can only go two ways. No, no, because they particularly said that it will be more detail and like more vivid, bright colors. It's like, that's what I want. So you just wait for it. Get out of here. Don't do this to me. This is all I want is this camera. Like, don't take this away from me. 48 megapixel camera. I'm hyped for it. Quad pixel. I think it's going to be amazing. Qu- what, whatever that means. Quad pixel camera. It's binning, right? It's just pixel binning. Yeah. So I can give you a very simple explanation. That Please. I th- the way I understand it. Please. So yeah. you have 48 megapixels, right? And instead of taking all of the information from each one of those, let's just say 48 megapixels, they put them together so you just sample them of like as a as a set of four instead so it's called quad pixel quad pixel is that what they call it so they are able to pull more information out 
they can let more light in for each actual fake pixel, quote unquote, that they are actually sampling the image from. So it's like if I have 14, eight different pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. I put them together in, in 12 sets of four similar shoes, and yes. then I just pick one from the set. I don't know if that... It's kind of like that. If that has helped you understand... It, it, it has. Good. Yes. But I don't know if you have understood based on what I think I have said. understood. I think mm-hmm. I have understood better than you, in fact. So. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> this is an interesting turnabout. <laughs> Explain to me. Now I understand better than you do. Ah. I, was test- I, I was testing you. See? <laughs> In these events, it's always easy to say, oh, this phone did this first, that other phone did it first. I'm going to do that just for a second. Uh, the Google Pixel, all eight of them they've sold, ha- also features car crash detection. So if you have a Google Pixel, go turn that on in settings, please. It could save your life. Who told you about that? Nine to five Google. How? Did you just search for it? They, they contacted you? I just No, I just swiped over to Twitter and it was the top thing. So. Oh, so you read in Twitter while, while me and Federico are talking about shoes? Just checking in. I check in wow, when we so record. Pro- pro- professional. We were having here. a really important conversation about shoes and you... Chance texts it to me because I'm his favorite. So far, we're all tied. Here comes my pick. And boys, let me tell you, I thought I had it. I actually thought I had it until the Apple site came back up. The Apple Watch SE announced in 2020 moves down in price with no feature changes. Parenthetical, not graded. Series 7 or SE 2 takes the middle price point where the SE is now. I didn't get this. Apple has abandoned its lowest price point on the watch. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. am honest, honestly, I mean, pick a side that it cost me the regular picks, actually really surprised by this. Would you say you are, what's a good word, flabbergasted? <laughs> <laughs> when you start the dad joke, you have to have the dad joke in mind. Wasn't a dad joke. He was just asking you, you flabbergasted. I was just uh, trying mm-hmm. to find uh, an English word that encapsulates the word. Oh, I see. Now I feel bad. Yeah. 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 The So the, the new Apple Watch SE, which is basically, I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm very unclear what is new in the new SE, but uh, Alex just posted some little Mac stories we'll put in the show notes. You can read about it. But uh, it starts at 249. They've gotten rid of that 199 price point of the Series 3, which thankfully is gone. Mm-hmm. That price point has been abandoned. I'm just, I'm just really surprised. Thank God the Series 3 is gone. Well, that, that's that's the, the important thing. I like. I'm sad for your pick, but that's the important part that the series three is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm not sad for the pick. I'm happy for the. I'm happy the pick's wrong. Because you remember he was throwing. Oh, I'm going to consolidate. I'm going to consolidate. You remember that? We haven't judged the the Ricky picks yet, so let's just don't count your chickens until they're hatched. I guess yes. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah, you could still you could still tie. Yes, I mean, and you know. Losing the coin flip as I always do, but uh, the SE starts at two forty nine. The Series Eight starts at three ninety nine. The Ultra starts at seven ninety nine. We'll talk about the Ultra in a little bit, but uh, yeah, this is the Apple Watch Series, uh, you know, kind of lineup moving forward. So mm-hmm. there you go. So at the end of our regular picks, Federico has two points, Mike has two points, and I have one point. This episode of Connected is made possible by Hover, one of Relay FM's longest-running sponsors. When you have that one big idea, where do you go? Well, your business starts with a domain name. So for many entrepreneurs, 
Hover is that first big leap. They have over 300 domain name extensions to choose from. So no matter what you want to build, there's a domain name waiting for it. They have excellent technical support to answer any questions you may have. They're dedicated to getting you online and not upselling you. Hover has free who is privacy so the bad guys don't get your info, clean UX and UI, and monthly sales in popular top-level domains. It's easy to see why Hover is the popular choice for people starting businesses. Just this week, I got an email from Hover telling me that 512pixels.net had automatically renewed. I didn't know it was coming up. I didn't have to worry about it. I have it all set up in Hover. They take care of it. They charge me. They send a receipt. Exactly what I want. And uh, I guess I'm going to blog for another year. You know, I'm going to make the turn into year 14. So it's uh, it's been at Hover for a really, really long time. If you like intuitive user experiences, and I bet you do, things work straight out of the box with Hover. Their UI and UX is really simple, clean, and easy to navigate. So buy a domain and start using it today. Go to hover.com slash connected, and you will get a 10% discount on all new purchases. That URL one more time, hover.com slash connected. Make a name for yourself with Hover. Our thanks to Hover for the support of the show and Relay FM. We now enter the risky picks section of this game. And I will go first. My risky pick was the iPhone 14 Pro camera introduces some kind of 3D capturing functionality. Now, obviously, we didn't get any of this. Um, but I will say that I'm, uh, I guess the new thing this year is action mode. I was surprised to not have like a new photo related gimmick in, in the 14 Pro. Like cinematic mode. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, there's, well, there's action adventure mode. mode. Yeah, the, the, that one, which is just better stabilization. Stabilize yes, that's what. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think I think there's a lot of I think they're kind of going to do a lot of weird software stuff in that. So, like, I reckon you're probably only getting some of the image. Yeah, probably like so. It's punched in quite a bit. Uh, but like I, I was really expecting it to be like a new photo mode, whether it was going to be astrophotography, which we did not see, or something else, like I thought 3D capturing, but like anything about photos, not videos. And instead for photos, they did the, the, the new 1, 1X, 2X, 3X mode on the, on the Pro line, but that's about it. So it's not really a new photo functionality. It's like, if anything, restoring the 2X option. I don't get this and I'm sad about it. AirPods Max 2 can be folded to store more compactly. I mean, this was a bold prediction. We did get but an it was risky. We did an we did get an appearance of AirPods Max in yeah. the in the AirPods Pro segment. There was a a person on a on a train wearing AirPods Max. That's the only sight of headphones that we got at the event. But yeah, uh they cannot be folded more compactly because they do not exist, Mike. No. Uh, I am excited about AirPods Pro 2, though. Me too, very much so. Uh, I'm going to order them right away. Finally, they did yeah. the volume control thing that we always wanted, that you yeah. should be able to use a swipe gesture to control the volume. The sampling that they're doing for the adaptive transparency mode is super cool. It's basically sampling the, the environment around you at 48 kilohertz. Essentially, it's like it's taking 48,000 samples per second. That's exactly what it is. So, yeah, uh, 
and the is case, that the noise cancellation? Yeah, it's the adaptive transparency, which is the new feature where uh, when you ha- when you are in transparency mode, if there's like a sudden loud noise, right, it's gonna adapt to hide that noise. That's really cool. It's always done that a little bit, right? Like I feel like if I would hear a siren, it would mm-hmm. cut it. But maybe this is doing it way better. Yeah, like, yeah that, I don't know. That, I, I feel like I've experienced that before, but I think maybe they're doing a much better job of it now. Yeah, I guess they are. Fun. Yeah. Uh, sadly, no colors. Still, just white AirPods yep. Pro. Just kind of boring. Can uh, we can we talk yeah. about the charging case? Yeah. Let's, so so yes. it still uses Lightning, not USB C. Mm-hmm. It keeps MagSafe compatibility and Qi compatibility, but now you can also use the Apple Watch charger. So good. Yeah, if you're mm-hmm. just on a multi-day hike with your watch and AirPods, that's really cool. Have they built a tiny reverse air power in this case? Wait, what? How? It's like a tiny reverse air power. You can charge it with anything you want. Oh, is that... Wait, so, okay. I get what you're saying now. The The actual... AirPods case yeah. is reverse air power because it, it can be charged by anything. Except except USB-C. Well, with a dongle. Kind of cracked me up. Uh, it also has a little cutout on the side for Lanyards. like a wrist strap. Do you guys remember the old iPod Touch that had a lanyard or like a wrist strap thing? That oh, came with yeah. It? yeah. And the shuffle. No, I'm thinking of the shuffle, though. The shuffle came with a lanyard, the original one. Yeah, the first shuffle was... Yeah. yeah, but there was also a, a, a touch with a little button on the back and a little wrist strap went onto it, like a like a little uh, like a Wiimote kind of thing. You apparently can also buy. I think it was the AirPods three. You can get t- you can get them for ten dollars less if you don't want wireless charging in them. So like, why that, does that, that exist? Why did know. they make that now? I don't know. <laughs> why is that like why? And it's such a small price difference. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that at all. Don't you want to save ten dollars? You give that ten dollars to St. Jude. Yeah, but like, if I'm already what one hundred and sixty dollars in or whatever. If you don't care about them, give me ten dollars then. Okay, I'll give you ten dollars. I'll give you ten dollars. What do you want it for? He's gonna give it to St. Jude. I wanna buy. I wanna buy some pizza. How do you want me to send you this ten dollars? What's the best way for me to send you ten dollars? No, I don't want ten dollars from you. We're just making a joke. I don't. I'm I don't just. I'm you. just saying. Like I'm a man of my word. If you ask for ten dollars, I'll say I give you ten dollars. I don't need your dirty money, sir. Y'all would be goofier because it's late, <laughs> but y'all are very serious and literal, and I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> it's hard. This is hard. This is very difficult. The the situation. It's the only way to keep up with the time. Look, it's almost two a.m. for me. Okay, so. Okay. Well, yeah. speaking of hard and difficult, I you remember last week I had to change my pick. Because it was previously rumored, my previous risky pick was the iPhone 14 Pro switches to titanium for the side rails. Uh, it didn't. I got that flexi wrong. <laughs> uh, I stole one of Federico's old risky picks from WBDC, and I said iOS gets split view support for multitasking to use two apps at once. Well, it's my question. Now I got it wrong. I got it wrong. <laughs> But spiritually, I got it right. Are we all going to say the same thing? Yes, Federico, you say it. <laughs> I think Steven should get the point because the dynamic island lets you use two apps at the same time. No. I said He it. said split view. I, I got it wrong, <sighs> but I, I'm in the spiritual ballpark. I mean, technically, you are correct. Yeah, but it comes down to wording. And I think, look, 
Yeah, but that would say that con- like control <laughs> center is split view multitasking because you can. No, it's modal. It takes over the screen. It's not like. <sighs> I appreciate where you're going because we all wanted to go there. This is a funny thing. I like the idea of it. I think it's fun. I don't like the idea of it so much. I'm willing to give Stephen the point. <laughs> I think we all knew what this was, and we didn't yeah. get, get it. So yeah. no point yeah. for me. But I'll take the the high five from y'all for being in the ballpark. Well, look, you get the real, well, not the real win. You get like a real good moral win for Dynamic Island, right? Like you can come away from this and read my pick, which says Island in it, and you can forever try and remember that you were the one that came up with it, even though it's in my pick. Should I play the clip again? You can play the clip as many times as you like. It still will be immortalized on all of the websites in Mike's pick. Well, but all the websites, what they should do is they should specify that the expression was created by Stephen Hackett. They can do that without amending the text, so they're going to have to find some way of adding that. Oh, I'm sure they will. I have no doubt. (laughs) I have no doubt. These people, they could do some things. Stephen, can you sum up the score for us, please? At the end of the risky picks, Federico has one point Mike has one point, and I have no points. So I am the loser. You know what that means. It's time (laughs) to break the tie. Are you ready to face the person who is actually known as Coin Flip Champion, having successfully picked 69.2%? I have a win rate of my coin flips. Nice point, too. Nice point, too. Nice. I have done 13 coin flips as part of this game, and I have won nine of them. Mm-hmm. I have been a part of more coin flips than either of you and have won more than both of you combined. Federico, how do you feel? Wow, that's quite the accomplish- accomplishment. You must be proud of yourself. That's What a pretty smile on that head. But why not give some coins to a worthy cause instead? That is a beautiful poem. I believe read by Rosemary Orchard. Sound like Rosemary. Federico, you've won. This is a rigged game. This is a oh rigged game. Oh my God. I rigged am game. the savior of the coin flipping. Once again, triumphing in this game. This has I'm been rigged by, J- by James trying to seem like he isn't rigging, has now rigged it for Federico. This is an exact repeat of WBDC 2022. What? In which Federico won by coin flip, and then it was Mike, and then it was me. So I don't know if you can call it rigged. Rigged. Rigged again. That's rigged twice. Rigged twice in a row. Collusion. It's been rigged twice in a row. Congratulations, Federico, but you rigged it. Thank you. No collusion. Um... I, I am very no, happy. There's definitely been a collusion. Uh, well, some people may say that. So, oh, can you can you can we read the poem again? What did it say? I mean, I can flip it again. Do we have the text? Uh, no, but I can flip it again and just see what happens. Well, we, we may yeah. need to do it for the well, flexi. So it. let's let's hold off on that. That's a good point. That's a good point. This episode of Connected is also brought to you by Bombus. Bombus mission is simple: to make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a cozy feel. There is a pair of Bombas socks for everything you do. They come in tons of options like comfy performance styles made with sweat-wicking yarns, which mean your feet stay cool while the rest of you works up a sweat. And their no-show socks are designed for comfort while being specially engineered to never fall down so you can let your ankles be free to soak up the sunlight. 
Bombas t-shirts are made with thoughtful design features like invisible seams, soft fabrics, and the perfect weight so they hang just right. Bombas underwear is breathable, fits well, and has a barely there feel that might make you forget they're even there in a good way. I love my Bombas socks. It's the only thing in my sock drawer. I've got a bunch of different styles and colors, and they're all really fun. I like I like picking fun colors to go with whatever t-shirt I'm wearing, but they really are awesome for working out in. So I do a lot of walking, a little bit of running, a lot of bike riding. Bombas socks are with me through all of it, and they're comfortable. They stay up. They're not like slipping down in your shoe. That's terrible. Uh, I really can't say enough good things about my sock drawer thanks to Bombas. Did you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. So far, Bombas customers like you and like me have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. So go to bombas.com connected and use code connected for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash connected. Bombas dot com slash connected and the code connected at checkout. Our thanks to Bombas for their support of our feet, this show, and all of Relay FM. It's now time for the flexies. You ask us to lie down, we both might not come back to the show. Okay, we'll make a, we'll make a, a exemption to, today. Thank you. Thank you. Or tomorrow, as it is for y'all. The Flexies is a game held after each edition of the Rickies. It consists of a series of additional picks in relation to the upcoming Apple event or year. Scoring is completed separately from the main game, but like the Rickies, the order of picks is set by the rules of the previous game, and ties will be broken using dice by Peacock. Please sit as I read the rules. <laughs> Please stay awake as the rules are read. <laughs> Hosts must make a minimum of five flexi picks. Each correct pick is awarded with one point. Wrong picks do not remove any points, but no partial points may be awarded. The winner is determined by comparing the percentage of correct flexies made by each host. While there are no Twitter handles on the line in the flexies, the winner can use their chosen title as long as they are the winner. Federico shall be named Prince Flexi, Mike has chosen Duke of Flexington, and I am the Attorney General Flexi. Loser of the Flexies must compensate the winner of the Flexies by donating to a charity of the winner's choice, stjude.org slash relay. The amount of the donation is $25 per wrong Flexi made by the loser. The money must be donated on air, and I am the current winner, so I get to go first. Mm, Okay. The keynote is a pre-recorded video. We got reports from people there that this was just like WBC. Apparently, Tim Cook came out and said something and waved and then hit play on a movie. And people got to watch it, and that was that was the event. I think it's pretty much what we expected. Things is how they're always going to be. The iPhone 14 entry's price is the same or higher than the 13 mini's price of $699. Uh, as we discussed in the main picks, uh, the iPhone 14 takes over the iPhone 13's price of $799. Not a price hike in the U.S., but around the world in a lot of markets, these iPhones are more expensive than they were a year ago. Or, you know, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three, the iPhone 14 Pro comes in a total of five colors. 
Four colors. Four. Thoughts on the purple, gang? Oh, it looks great. I it does look great. Okay. I, I would love to get one of those, yes. I will say, spoilers for Upgrade, Jason told me it's not very purple. Oh, no. He compared it to kind of like how the blue is in the midnight oh. colors. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it can sometimes look purple, but most of the time does not look purple at all. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. I don't like the sound of that. There's also the gold, which I, I, looks the same as last year. Was there a change to the gold that you know my, know about, Mike? Nope. Okay. So the gold. There is the silver, which looking at pictures, I saw also back and forth on Twitter for people who were there. The back seems white now as opposed to sort of the slightly off-white it's been the last couple of years but then with the the raw stainless around the edges and then space gray has been replaced with space black and there were some pictures i think it was graphite last year maybe but it seems like this is the darkest iphone pro that we've ever had and it kind of gives me vibes of like the iphone 7 or maybe the iphone 5 and i think black is the way i'm gonna go this year because i really like that dark finish i don't love black stainless but i'm gonna go with it this year i think so the colors on apple's website reminds me of the color of the 10s that like brownie color oh no do you think so Mm. that's what it looks like to me because like it doesn't look black to me Mm. like again you never really know until you see these things but it it, yeah. it doesn't look black and it doesn't look gray. It's like it's got that kind of that that I don't know. It looks a little weird to me. But the way to do this is wait for MKBHD's video because he'll have the color correct <laughs> in his video. Uh, what I don't understand is why they've called why they don't just call this one space gray. Like when there's no standard space gray anyway. I don't like know. why is it space black when it's not actually yeah. really black? Even if it isn't great you know what i mean like it just looks gray to me still i don't yeah i don't know yeah so if it's bad in the hands-on videos by people who like know what they're doing uh i'll probably go white because i like the purple but i don't think i'd want to carry it for a year and i just don't like i just don't like gold federico would you ideally go purple ideally yes but i also want to see it in person if i can otherwise i'll probably stick with the gold i think Gold's good, though, mm. right? You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. go wrong with that. Beautiful. I know. I know. Beautiful gold. My next pick, Apple mentions at least one feature, quote, coming later. Yeah. Again, take your pick. There are several. Uh, mm. There was a story about iCloud family shared library thing coming later, and we're talking to Jason about it, and, of course, Jason was like, you need iPad and Mac OS to be out as well or those pictures disappear for people. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so my assumption is that that's going to come at the release of Mac OS and iPad OS. At least I hope so, but coming later. You got, you guys know that the one true John is in trouble now, right? Yes, because he put a bunch of his family <laughs> photos in one of these, and now his wife can't see them <laughs> on her phone. Yep. Now, <laughs> his wa- now his wife cannot see any pictures of the kids, I He's believe. got one true problem over there, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. John. Hey, you do it for Mac stories, you know? <laughs> That's a real John thing, though, too, right? Like, why did he put the actual family photos in it? <laughs> you know? He could have just put a bunch of screenshots in there. <laughs> Look, I know, but hey... At least 
he owns it. And now yeah, it true. has a problem to deal with. I mean, uh, it's probably... Is there a solution to this? No, not no. even upgrading Does he to, still uh, have no. that fake child in his iCloud account? Courtney like- Voorhees, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. She's mentioned in the story that he did a few days ago. Oh Courtney Voorhees God. is back for the occasion. The fake child that John set up years ago to test family sharing that he was never able to delete. Mm-hmm. And Courtney, <laughs> Courtney Voorhees is now part of the extended Voorhees family as a, an additional child. That child now gets access to some previously restricted content um, with, for her Apple ID, I believe. Um, so she's she's growing, uh, you know. Oh, kids these days, kids That's these good days. News. These kids, yeah, <laughs> they, they grow up it? so fast. <laughs> they, what do you believe? <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh yeah, there she is, Courtney, age four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's good, man. That's going to be following him around for a real long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have six more flexies. Six more. Okay. All right. Apple shows off at least one new MagSafe accessory. The A16 is built on a three nanometer process. It's four, one nanometer. I missed it by this much. That's, but it's quite a big much, though, right? Like I know it's really. I mean, it's a it's a twenty five percent of a the process, I guess. So I don't know how nanometers work. They're small. The high end Apple Watch is named Apple Watch Pro. It's not. It's the Apple Watch Ultra. I love Ultra. I love the name. I love the name too. Can we talk a little bit about the positioning of this watch for a second? Apple's not selling it as this is the nicest watch we make. They're selling it as if you do hardcore things, you want this hardcore watch. And I know on Upgrade, Mike, you and Jason have talked a lot about this, about how the narrative over the last couple months has shifted on this watch from extreme sports, rock climbing, diving, mountain biking to it's just the nice watch for people who want more. And the way I viewed this and and have thought about today is they're selling it as you do extreme sports. You want a watch that can go with you anywhere and will survive anything. This is the Apple watch for you. And I think that's cool. Yes or no. Federico for you. No, no, no. I will say for me, no, Steven, uh, I'll let you know (laughs) September 23rd when mine shows up. Wow. (laughs) So, so far. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so far, yes. So I I did not trade in my Series 7 because I am concerned about the size. And if it's just too big, I'll just stick with my Series 7, which is also titanium. So, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see it. Uh, I have a lot of questions about the new button, the action button on the side. Action. Action button. They said, or someone said on Twitter from Apple that you can program it to run a shortcut. That's true. Really cool. Mm. Uh, and you can set it up to move through workouts. Like th- they have the multi-sport activities in WatchOS 9. So if you're doing, you know, swimming, biking, skydiving, whatever you string together in your workout, you can move between them. And so I think that's pretty cool. And th- I thought they gave a pretty good explanation about why the crown is bigger and then the and the side button is is there, you know, big. And there's a word for that. Quinn Nelson said it on Twitter. It's like a, is it crown protection? crown protector crown guard crown guard and they're like yeah we wanted you to be able to use this with gloves on i dig it like i understand why it's that way and so um i'm a little sad i'm more than a little sad that the series 8 doesn't include titanium anymore because i really think that's a great it's a great balance between the aluminum the weight of the aluminum 
and the the high end look of the steel, and you get the sapphire uh, cover glass, but it weighs way less than the steel. So a uh, little sad that the you know it seems like the addition is gone. There's no titanium. There's no ceramic. It is stainless and aluminum for the regular Apple Watch Series Eight, and just titanium and just forty nine millimeters for the Ultra. There's not even two sizes of the Ultra. It's just the big chunky 49 millimeter case, which again, I'm a little worried about on my wrist. So I'm playing it safe by not trading in my watch yet. But if you aren't getting an ultra and again, opposition to the group series eight, like do you have any interest in a series eight watch? I would sit it out. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm probably am too. Like I'm not sure. Like I, I yeah, I think I'm just going to keep the, the seven that I have, mm-hmm. you know? I'm not interested in in in, in the eight for me. Uh, I do wanna I wanna try on the ultra and just see, like, cause it looks cool, but I don't think I'm gonna like it for me. But I still wanna see it. Yes, I do wanna try it. And look, honestly, like I'm not into anything, you know, adventure or extreme sports. Adventure related. blogging. <laughs> no, but that programmable button is cool. Now, I don't want to be the guy who buys an Apple Watch Ultra just because it's got a programmable button. But, <laughs> theoretically, it's a cool feature. It is a cool feature. Is what I'm going to say. And it looks good in its own way. I like the orange. I like that they put orange on the crown. Me too. I am convinced Stephen bought this because it was orange. The orange is cool. I think the bands look cool. What band did you go for? The bands are great. Uh, let me go back to the page. I went with the orange Alpine Loop. Yeah, see, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna buy one of those. Like, I'm just gonna buy one of those bands because I think they will work on the bigger watches. They will. So the bands that come with the Ultra, they are more. It's like a hundred bucks a band if you buy them individually, Woo. but they will work with the bigger case size that you have. Now, the thing to look out for if you care about this is that the lugs are titanium colored. If not, they may actually be titanium. Yeah, I know. And so you're gonna have a mismatch with the gold. Some people don't care about that. I've basically given up caring about that, but I am excited about the the Alpine Loop. Um, if I keep this watch, I probably will also order at some point the Trail Loop, which is basically the sports loop, but um, has a little bit of like a, an orange fixture on the back if you do the black and gray one. I think that's nice looking. It has a little pull tab too, so you can easily adjust it as well. As yeah, I'm excited about it. I figured you would be. Back to my Flexi. Speaking of titanium, the iPhone 14 Pro switches to titanium for the side rails. Mm-hmm. I still think they maybe could do this in the future, but in hindsight, this was gonna this re- design work on this phone was gonna be about about the new display. Center stage comes with the iPhone, and shocking everyone, Lightning is updated to be a fast to be faster than USB 2.0. Did not come to pass. Mmm, what a surprise. Shocking. Shocking. Hey, we're going to get to y'all's flexies. You know, don't throw a rock from your flexi glass house, as the proverb says. Okay, so my flexies. A new iPhone Pro color is purple. Yes. Astrophotography feature. No, right? No. No. I don't know who put put it in green. Now it's it's red. Okay. Thank you. Satellite communication features for iPhone and or Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. That happened. Can we talk a little bit about the UI that they've put together for this? It's it seems really 
really cool and like well thought out. And they've said they've been working on it for years, and I believe it. Looking at what they've done, so mm-hmm. the 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 most common way this works, and uh, you know, I've had friends and family members like go to Africa doing work, and you have a satellite phone, but it's really bulky and big and heavy and really expensive, and it has this big external antenna. It's a big mess, and to get around some of that, they it, it's kind of like the Find My UI when you have a U1 chip. Like it gives you an arrow. It's like point your phone at the sky here and then move it, you know, this direction as a satellite moves overhead. And they've worked to make the messages smaller because the, the data throughput is very small. And they even have a little UI where you go through of like, oh, I have, you know, this sort of emergency. This is going on. It can It can package all that up and send it. And it Apple routes it to the closest emergency services. Some emergency services take text. In some places, you can like text emergency services like, hey, my house is on fire. And then they like send you a thumbs down emoji and a fire truck emoji and they come put your fire out. But a lot of places don't have that. And if, you, if you're in a situation or location where that's not available, it goes to a relay center that Apple has people trained and they will call emergency services on your behalf and be the intermediate between you satellite and emergency services. So really well thought out, really cool free for the first two years of ownership of the phone. After that, we don't know how much it costs. We don't, I think really know about coverage, like where this will work and where it won't. They were very adamant. Like it works best if you have a clear view of the sky. So like, don't fall down a cave. This won't save you. But if you break your leg in a field, you'll be okay. So I think it's cool, but I think its use is going to be really limited. And no doubt Apple's going to get letters about the people it saves. I think that's really cool. For most people, I don't think this is a reason to go upgrade your phone. Maybe you would know if you're already that kind of person. I think so. In fact, I sent this to my brother, who who I was talking about earlier, who has been to Africa several times with a satellite phone. I sent him the article about it. He's like, oh, that's really cool. Like, uh, I'm already, you know, it's one less thing to carry. So we'll, we will learn more as this unfolds. This is not shipping uh, or not coming at launching. It's coming later in the year in November, maybe. I expect that we'll see some some more coverage of this as uh, as this feature rolls out. Apple gives a new name to the A15 chip found in the non-pro iPhones. I thought they'd done this. I was very confused because they referenced the A15 Bionic as found in the the pro phones, even though both phones had the A15 Bionic in them. But mm-hmm. the A15 Bionic in the iPhone 14 now has the extra GPU that was in the pro models. Very slippery the way they talked about this. Yeah, it's odd. I don't I don't like the way that this was positioned in the keynote. Uh, new Apple Watch is a Series 8 watch. That wasn't true. It makes me wonder like how often this would get updated. I wonder if it wouldn't be very frequent. We'll see. Hmm. The Ultra. Uh, at least one iPhone model does not have a shipping date of September 16th. I got that one right. October 7th for the Plus, right? Yeah. The sacrificial iPhone. Or they think it, maybe they think it's going to be really popular, and so they want. I don't know. I'm I'm curious as to why that's the one. I have a theory. Okay, there are part shortages, and they just chose to uh, prioritize the other phones because they're phones that are replacing existing phones in a lineup. Yeah, maybe the plus doesn't replace anything, so they can launch it a little bit later. Um, where am I? Uh, seven. Someone is wearing the new Apple Watch while riding a skateboard. I was. I cannot describe how much i was hoping this would happen but 
It didn't happen. And that montage of people doing hardcore things, I was like, we're going to get it. We're going to get a clip of a dude on a skateboard. No, you see, I did. It, skateboarding is not, wasn't hardcore enough. Sorry, skateboarders. But like compared to the other things that were happening, you know, it was like. Get a real hobby. That's not what I'm saying at all. But, um, <laughs> you know, it just it just didn't feel like it was extreme enough, I guess. Did y'all notice the detail that Tim Cook had a regular Apple Watch on and after the Ultra was announced, he was wearing an Ultra? Yes. Yes. Yeah. By the way, Tim Cook jacked. His arms are huge. Yeah. Swole. He always skips leg day like everybody else. Oh, I don't know about that. I haven't seen his legs, but I could see his arms today and big arms, you know? I think Tim Tim Cook is a big shorts guy. Probably not. I can't imagine he is, no. I think it has to take a lot for... Maybe he wears maybe he wears shorts when he works out, but maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe no, I think he wears a suit when he works. Like out. he dresses up more. He's the CEO. He's the CEO. But he, the only time he wears a suit is if he's in front of Congress or he's with Donald Trump. I mean, or at the or gym when he's working out. Yeah, or, or when he's working They're out. The only times. Yeah. Look, it's it's likely. What do you know anyway? You don't go to the same gym when he's making Mac Pros by hand in Texas. He's he's in a suit. We do not see John Turner's, which is always a shame. He wasn't there. Uh, no trailers for Apple TV Plus content. There was a severance cameo, but no trailer. Yeah. And Tim Cook says good morning, which he did. He did say that. He did. That's really good, Mike. It's really That's good. actually pretty good, right? I'm happy I added those three at the end. So thank you for encouraging me to do that, Stephen. Very nice. When I was when I was looking at this document earlier, grading some stuff, and I was like, "Oh man, like Mike's additions did so well." It's, it's well because annoying. they're stupid. They're stupid. That's yeah. why. Mm-hmm. But I was I was encouraged by your uh, late gaming. All right, Federico Vatici, you are up. Number one on the always on lock screen for iPhone 14 Pro, you see notifications in count mode. Um, this is not correct eh, because eh, you see eh. them. You see them in the regular mode like it doesn't force you to use count mode uh not a point i am not always on <laughs> yes <laughs> number two <laughs> faster <laughs> sorry <laughs> number two faster magsafe charging in at least one of the new iphones number three ios 16 is released on monday september 12th yes it's coming out on monday my review will be ready Number four, at least one new watchOS feature or app is introduced alongside the new Apple Watch. Yeah, uh, you got the uh, plenty of things here. You got mm-hmm. all the Apple Watch Ultra, you got the temperature sensing, a well, bunch of things. It's got some watch faces and that GPS thing where it can show you where you've Dual been. Dual GPS and the, the waypoint mode where it, like, it sets your trail and you like, that's so super cool. cool. That's, that's so cool. That's coming to other watches. That is in watch os 9 apparently not just the ultra me too uh we've all been in the in a situation where you're in a city with tall buildings and your phone doesn't know where you are and it's really frustrating if you're say you know say you're from the south you don't have you don't live in a big city sometimes you go to a big city for work and you get lost and get scared hypothetically (laughs) you get scared scared. yeah number five ted lasso season three trailer now, number six and number seven, um, we, yeah. as, as we feared, uh, we are unable to judge them right now. I may be correct. I may be incorrect. But because we are unable to publicly verify them, unless something happens in the next 30 seconds, we will have to deem these incorrect. <laughs> um, 
So if you want to save me, now's your moment. Uh, you have until the end of the sentence. Yeah. Number six, there will be a system filter for the always-on display in focus. Uh, this is the idea that in focus mode in iOS 16, you can have app filters to hide content and system filters to set system behaviors. On the iPhone 13, you can set dark mode, you can set low power mode. My idea is that you could set always on display on and off. But the thing is, we don't even know at the moment if you can turn off the always on display. <laughs> it's always on. Oh, worldwide. And I checked, yeah, always on. I checked all the YouTube hands-on videos I could find. I checked all the Twitter videos I could find. Nobody opened settings for the always-on display. Why are you doing this to me? Why do you hate me? People who go to <laughs> Apple events and don't open settings or don't ask these questions. Are you on Mike's payroll? Did Mike pay you not to open settings so that I could lose this point? That's how I roll. We'll never know. It's been an expensive day for me. I've had a lot of YouTubers to pay off. They're not cheap. I know. I know. But you are you are in that scene, so it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Numbers. Am I? Yeah, you kind of The scene are. of collusion. You kind of... Well, obviously, you are not new to collusion, and you are also are in that scene, and you fancy people with cameras and all that. Number seven. You will be able to control which data types to show on the always unlock screen. Again, my idea is this is going to be just like on the Apple Watch, where you can literally go into settings and say disable fantastical or disable reminders, whatever, to show you data in always on mode. I'm guessing there will be this setting. But then again, I cannot verify it at the moment. I installed the simulator. The simulator doesn't have these settings. So there's no way for me to check. I may be correct eventually. I may be... What's the word for it? For when they do something after you die po posthumously? Posthumously, correct? Yeah. yeah. I will be that eventually. We will provide follow-up if in the future you... Uh, uh, you know, you, so you can at least save face, you know? Number eight, the new big non-pro iPhone is called iPhone 14 Plus. That's a good pick. That's a good, good pick. Good pick. Number nine, the real surprise here for me. Bands for the new Apple Watch quote-unquote Pro, in this case called Ultra, are not backward compatible with other Apple Watches. Turns out they kind of are. Uh, I believe you can put them on the... 45? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 42, 44, and 45. So, I mean, yeah. They're well, they'll all go on, I think, the 42, but it's not going to look good. Uh, I mean, because I'm sure it will stick out can... over the edges, but you can do it if you really want to. I think I think the big thing here is that the lugs work. And yeah, like the, the band itself may look a little silly, but I, think, I don't think the lugs will stick out. I think the lugs will be, will be flush. We are to number 10. We do not see AirPods Max 2. I love that you had a flexi against his Ricky. I just, I like that bit of yes. gamesmanship. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Number 11 is up for debate. It's orange in the document right now. The pick says Apple introduces new Fitness Plus workouts. They put out a press release just for Fitness Plus and a bunch of changes that are coming. It's going to be available in 21 countries later this fall. And they are launching new workouts. Um, now, mm, what, what are they? The same. So 
I'm quoting the press release. Fitness Plus will also launch the latest RT Spotlight series with workouts featuring the music of Mary J. Blige, the Rolling Stones, and The Weeknd. Additionally, Fitness Plus will debut its newest collection, Pilates for More Than Your Core, and expand its team of world-class trainers by introducing the Yunaga trainer, uh, Dice Ida Klein. I'm guessing that's the name. Well, I mean, this is the question. It's like, what's a workout? Because like their classes are in an existing type, right? Right. So, so I think my word in here is pretty generic. It is, and mm-hmm. I think that's why you get it. I think if you had said new fitness plus workout types, you would mm-hmm. not get it. But I think okay. your I'm vagueness sure gives. I'm pretty you sure that it. I was vague on purpose when I said it. Probably because I know that they do like what's what's the name of the thing where you run and you listen to time time to walk time to run. Yeah, that thing. I said Tim Cook says good morning, so I'm not particularly going to fight. I just give it. I think we give it to you. Yes. Yeah. Also, it won't matter because I'm going to still lose, but just for... Well, not as bad as others of us. (laughs) Who loses most is the... That's the real game of the flexies. It's coming down to the wire probably here. Number 12, the real tragedy. Wait, this is Uh, 11, right? This is... Wait. wait, Yeah, it's 11. We got an extra number I got added here. 11. Wait. Is there a missing flexi? No, I think you had 11, unless something just got deleted. Let me check an outside Hold source. Up. Hang on. Hold up. All right, so you had always on lock screen, faster MagSafe. No, that you, no, you, I you did I oh, had you 12. I had 12, guys. Where does it go? And let, me, let me run through what, what, the, what rickies.co has, okay? Always on lock screen, uh, you see mm-hmm. the count mode. Faster mm-hmm. MagSafe charging. Yeah iOS 16 release date, at least one new watchOS feature, Ted Lasso Season 3, there will be a system filter for always-on display and focus, you will be able to control what data types show on the always-on lock screen, the uh, iPhone 14 Plus, Apple Watch Pro Bands, AirPods Max 2, Apple introduces new Fitness Plus workouts, Tony Hawk. Well, then why does it say 11 in our document? Because Stephen messed something up. There you go. It's fixed now. There we go. Fixed it. Just a formatting issue. All right. Thank you. So number 12, Tony Hawk will make an appearance at the event. Worst news. I am appalled at this tragedy here. It was a tragedy because then we both would have got one, wouldn't we? Because Tony Hawk would have come out. He would have been riding a skateboard. Obviously. It would have been better even than the island thing. Yeah. It's the only thing that could have overshadowed Dynamic Island is Tony Hawk. Now, this is coming down to a a math calculation here. So, obviously, Mike is the winner of the flexes. He is. Thank you. Congratulations, Mike. Prince Flexington. I've done the math. You've done 3 out of 10 and I've done 4 out of 12. Wait, 5 out of 12. (laughs) 1, 2... Three, four, five out of Federico, 12. Federico, you've got to do the math. <laughs> five out of 12. So Mike got six out of 10. That's 60%. Mm-hmm. Federico got five out of 12. That's 41.7%. I got three out of 10. That is 30%. So oh it is Mike and then Federico and then me. Okay. All right. So how much money do you need to donate? Well, it's $25 per wrong pick, and I have seven wrong picks. That is $175. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would like you to donate Mm -hmm. specifically 
to the sub-campaign for stjude.org slash relay of the Connected Informatic Wikiverse for St. Jude. Okay. This is put together by Jason, who does Wikipedia. And this will get them past their milestone that they'd set to add an API for Wikipedia. Amazing. Amazing. $175. I'm putting my email address in here. Display name. Stephen Hackett is the Flexi's loser. Yeah. I am. All right. So uh, next, I'll take a sticker pack. <laughs> Do you need one? All right. So let me put my debit card in here. Uh, can you give us your debit card number, please? Yeah. If you okay. just read it out, I'll make sure that Jason has it. Yeah, you, that's how you do it. Um, uh, don't you know it's a trend on podcasts these days to give out your card number? All right. Publicly? I've donated $175 to the Connected Informatic Wikiverse for St. Jude campaign. Wonderful. I have a suggestion. Oh. Uh, In the spirit of September. No, but then what did I win for? Oh, that's on your conscience, really. I'm donating. Wow. Don't you worry. I've made donations, and I'll continue to make donations. Okay. You well, know? there we go. One hundred seventy-five dollars off. Off to a great cause. If you look at this exact thing, I've already donated a hundred dollars to this exact sub campaign. <laughs> go make your own donation. Stjude.org/slash/relay. We'd love to have your support. Uh, we'll be talking about this all September. Before we go, Mike, tell people what we're doing uh, next Friday. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, September 16th from 12 to 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash RelayFM is the fourth annual podcast-a-thon for St. Jude. Federico is going to join us for a segment. Mm -hmm. I will pre-announce for connected listeners there will be a quiz. The quizzies will be making their way to the podcast-a-thon. I have already got my uh, quizzes. I will let you know in advance. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but if do you remember one of the rounds that I did that you really enjoyed, uh, I think from one of the original quizzes, was a fill-in-the-blanks round? Oh, yeah. Right? I'm bringing back a fill-in-the-blanks round oh, boy. to the podcast-a-thon. Hmm. So, twitch.tv slash RelayFM September 16th from 12 to 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Twitch.tv slash RelayFM. I said that already. The fourth annual podcast-a-thon for St. Jude broadcasting live from the St. Jude campus in Memphis, Tennessee. If you want to find links to stuff we spoke about this week, head on over to the website, relay.fm slash connected slash 414. Uh, while you're there, go donate, stjude.org slash relay. You can find us all on Twitter. You can find Federico as Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. He, of course, is the editor-in-chief of macstories.net. Be sure to check out his iOS 16 review on uh, the 12th. So that's going to be awesome. I'm sure we'll be talking about that very soon. You can follow Mike on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E. Mike and I will be in person in just a few days, and we're going to be doing some live streaming as we've unlocked actually a couple now milestones on the uh, the St. Jude fundraising. So uh, we'll be sure to announce that in Discord and on Twitter. We're not quite sure when they're going to be, but we will uh, keep everyone posted on that. You can follow me on Twitter. We're going we're gonna, to, I think, for the... Th- third time take apart my ipod classic yes in fact it was told to me just today that we had that as two separate milestones so i combined them into one. Oh, <laughs> what 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They're like, oh, you hit okay. this one, but you didn't hit it yet. I was like, oh, that's in there twice. Okay, just fix that. Hmm. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter as ISMH. I write over at 512pixels.net. Uh, I'll say on Mac Power Users, the episode's going to come out in a couple of days. We're going to talk about a bunch about iOS 16. So I think that'll be a nice thing to go along with Federico's much better in-depth review. So... Uh, check all that stuff out. Uh, thanks to our sponsors for making this episode possible. They are Squarespace, Hover, and Bombus. And until next week, guys, say goodbye. Adios, Cheerio. Bye, y'all.